0: Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. But early in the morning, he arrived again in the temple area. And all the people started to come to him. And he sat down and taught them. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery and made her stand in the middle. They said to him, Teacher, This woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. So what do you say? They said this to test him, so that they could have some charge to bring against him. Jesus bent down and began to write on the ground with his finger. And when they continued asking him, he straightened up and said to them, Let the one among you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he bent down and wrote on the ground. And in response, they went away, one by one, beginning with the elders. So he was left alone with the woman before him. Then Jesus straightened up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She replied, No one, sir. Then Jesus said, Neither do I commend, condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. The Gospel Of the Lord. So we begin today the uh, fifth week of Lent. And haven't we all successfully or unsuccessfully tried to do some things like watch less mindless television, eat less food to lose a little weight? maybe pass on drinking alcohol, and giving up probably one of the biggest and most difficult things, chocolates. Have you tried that? It's not what we give up that matters. It's what we give up of ourselves that really matters to God. Last week, we heard about the forgiving father, and his unconditional love. How he gave himself up to his prodigal son and ran and kissed and embraced him, and how he loved the jealous brother. And today, from John, we hear about the woman caught in adultery. She's brought to Jesus by the scribes and the Pharisees who were testing him. In fact, they were trying to actually trick him to see how he would deal with the law. And then he turns it right back at them. And he challenges them anyone who is without sin, throw a stone at him. No one even picked up a stone. No one even tried to throw one. What did they do? They all ran away. They all left. And they left Jesus with the woman alone. And she acknowledges. When Jesus asks her, has anyone condemned you? The only line in the whole story is from her, and she says, no one, sir, no one. And he responds with mercy and a little advice, a little counsel. Neither do I condemn you, and from now on, sin no more. You see, Jesus forgives, but there's more going on than just forgiveness here. He doesn't tell her that, you know, it's okay, adultery is not a sin. No, he says it's a sin, but he's not going to use the law to condemn her. Pope Francis, we're hearing a lot about mercy in the church this year. He explains it by saying that mercy is something very difficult to understand, It doesn't eliminate sin, because that's what God does. God eliminates, through forgiveness, sin. But mercy is the manner in which God forgives. I recently saw firsthand a great example of mercy and forgiveness. My sister is a probation officer at Dorchester District Court. She's part of a team that works with people who have addiction issues. And addiction is a tough disease and contributes to many, many problems with the law. In fact, people who have addictions often hurt the people closest to them. And they're also very often condemned by the people that are very close to them. But through the court system and through the drug court team, they see much forgiveness, they see much mercy, and they know that people sometimes can change from their bad choices. And when they're able to change and get on a better path, the head judge of the court, he gathers up all of the judges from the other courts. And then he asks that the the law enforcement, the social workers, the probation officers, All who have had a hand in helping these people through their addiction, they go to a full courtroom. The actual place where they first encountered the law, it's packed. And their closest friends, their closest family are there as well. And what they do is they celebrate through a graduation ceremony their passage. It's extremely emotional for both the people on both sides of that issue, the people who have struggled and had the hurt, the hurt that these people with the disease of addiction have caused. But also, we hear a lot of bad things about law enforcement and court people, the people in the courts. They see sometimes a light of hope, a light of forgiveness. A light of mercy. I was really struck by the determination and courage that both sides have for this. My sister and the team at the district court, every day they're doing God's work and they don't even know it. Every day they give up themselves to others. It's not really what we give up, it's what we give up of ourselves that really matters to God. We shouldn't be defined by times in our lives when we have probably our lowest, maybe our worst, and our weakest moments. And that's sin. Sin sometimes defines us. They call it sometimes the glue of sin. Sin sticks, and labels stick, and labels hurt convicted felon, multiple offender, driver under influence, gambler, drunk, tax cheat, addict, unfaithful husband, unfaithful wife. Often we as sinners never let go. Often we as sinners never forgive ourselves. Wouldn't it be really different if we, when asked the question, has anyone ever condemned you? And the response was, no one. Jesus' counsel, Jesus' mercy, comes to us at sometimes the lowest and the worst moments of our lives. And he wants us to turn away from sin and turn to a path where we can go and sin no more. And that's where the hope is. Hope is what Jesus gives us to transform ourselves. Final thought. I do a lot of driving on the Mass Pike. The other night I was driving home and I was listening to a couple of country stations. And I could not get away from this song. I don't know if you've heard it. It's Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. It's actually written by a mother of five in Stoughton. I don't know if you knew that. Laurie McKenna. It's an awesome song for lyrics. And I I suggest I'll give you a little homework. Go to Google tonight. Throw in the name Deacon Joe Harrington... Humble and kind, I don't think those words should go together, but if you do that, it comes up as the number one Google search. Watch the video. It's spiritual. It's inspirational. It will touch you. And what I want you to do is watch the video as you go through and think of the final two weeks of Lent. Some of the lyrics say, go to church because your mama says so. How many are here because your mama says so? Visit grandpa every chance you get. It won't be wasted time. Hold the door, say please, say thank you. Don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie. I know you've got mountains to climb, but always stay humble and kind. Don't hold grudges, here's why. Bitterness keeps you from flying. I love that. Bitterness keeps you from flying. Know the difference between sleeping with someone and sleeping with someone you love. I love you ain't no pickup line. Don't take for granted the love this life gives you. When you get where you're going, don't forget to turn around back and help the next one in line. Always stay humble. And kind. It's not what you give up that matters. It's what you give up of yourselves that really, really matters to God. When we do that, why would we ever, why in the world would we ever just give up chocolates?
1: You know there's a light that glows by the front door Don't forget the keys under the mat Childhood stars shine Always stay humble and kind Go to church cause your mama says to Visit grandpa every chance that you can it won't be wasted time Always stay humble and kind Why bitterness keeps you from flying Always stay humble and kind Know the difference between sleeping with someone And sleeping with someone you love I love you, ain't no pickup line So always stay humble and kind Shut off the AC and roll the windows down. Let that summer sunshine. Always stay humble and kind. Don't take for granted the love this life gives you. When you get where you're going, don't forget turn back around and help the next one in line. Always stay humble and kind